I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you the story of one of the greatest minds the church has ever produced. This is the story of Thomas Aquinas. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 70, on page 357 of the prayer book. Hasten, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and put to confusion who wish me evil. Let them be soon brought to shame, who cry over me, Aha, aha. But let all those who seek you be joyful and glad in you, and let all who delight in your salvation say always, The Lord be praised. As for me, I am poor and in misery. Hasten to me, O God. You are my helper and my deliverer. O Lord, do not tarry. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Can immense intellect and humble devotion to God dwell within the same person? Let me tell you the story of Thomas Aquinas. He was born in 1225 
in his family's castle near the town of Aquino, Italy, wealthy and powerful. The 13th century was a period of momentous growth and change in the culture of medieval Christendom. The first Western universities were established. Multiple new religious orders like the Franciscans and the Dominicans were established. Gothic architecture made its way into Europe, and the intellectual and renewal in science and philosophy was taking hold. And Thomas was a major voice and an emblem of all this 13th century intellectual growth in Christianity. See, at the age of 14, Thomas had been enrolled in the newly established University of Naples. And around the age of 19, he decided to become a friar in the new Dominican order. But his wealthy, powerful family strongly opposed this. They ended up kidnapping Thomas and imprisoning him in their castle for a year. And they were so against the celibate lifestyle that he was choosing that his brothers hired a prostitute to try to seduce Thomas. But as the story goes, Thomas fought her off with a hot iron. You can't make this stuff up. In the end, as nothing clearly would deter Thomas, his family relented, and soon the Dominicans sent their new friar Thomas to study at the University of Paris. Now, some students at the University of Paris thought Thomas was mentally inferior and gave him the nickname the Dumb Ox. But Albert the Great, the leading scholar at the university, saw something else, saying, You call him the Dumb Ox, but in his teaching he will one day produce such a bellowing that it will be heard throughout the world. Albert was right. Over the next 30 years, Thomas's writings made him one of the most influential minds, not just in the church, but in Western civilization. The range and depth of Thomas's writing was extraordinary. He wrote commentaries on scripture, and he wrote commentaries on Western philosophical books as well. He wrote sermons. He wrote liturgy. He wrote treatises on the spiritual life and wrote his own philosophical analyses of a wide variety of questions from the existence of God to the essential properties of material objects, from the nature of the soul to the relationship between natural and civic law. Over the course of his life, Thomas produced more than 50,000 pages of writing. And it's said that he would often use scribes to transcribe his writing and sometimes would dictate to three or four scribes at a time on three or four entirely different subjects. G.K. Chesterton summarized Thomas's legacy this way. He said, St. Thomas was one of the great liberators of the human intellect. He was a very great man who reconciled religion with reason, who expanded it towards experimental science, who insisted that the senses were the windows of the soul and that the reason had a divine right to feed upon facts, and that it was the business of faith to digest the strong meat of the toughest and most practical of philosophy. But as brilliant as Thomas was, he also recognized that the God who made the mind remains a mystery 
which the human intellect cannot fully fathom. It's interesting that near the end of his life, Thomas had a profound spiritual experience of God while he was celebrating communion. And after that experience, he refused ever again to continue his writing. When his scribe Reginald asked Thomas why, he simply replied, Reginald, I cannot, because all that I have written seems like straw to me. This is the humility, gospel humility, contained and mixed in with such a mighty Christian intellect. It reminds me of Job's humbled response in the face of Almighty God in Job chapter 42. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Here and I will speak, I will question you and make it known to me. I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. This is the story of Thomas Aquinas the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let's confess what we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. 
Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Colic for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A collect for aid against perils. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with Prayer number 94 on page 674, A Prayer for a Virtuous Heart. It's a prayer written by Thomas Aquinas. Give me, O Lord, a steadfast heart, which no unworthy thought can drag down, an unconquered heart which no tribulation can wear out, an upright heart which no unworthy purpose can tempt aside, Bestow upon me understanding to know you, diligence to seek you, wisdom to find you, and faithfulness that finally may embrace you. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.